addressing controversy in your podcast. Welcome to the Audacity to Podcast, episode 246. Thank you for joining me for the Audacity to Podcast. I'm Daniel J. Lewis, and this is the award-winning how-to podcast about podcasting. It's where I give you the guts and teach you the tools to launch or improve your own podcast for sharing your passions and finding success. I'm going to get controversial in this episode. No, actually not controversial in what I'm going to say, but I am going to address controversy. Because I think no matter what industry you're podcasting in, There is some kind of controversy that affects you, affects your audience, affects your podcast. And there are many different ways that you can handle controversy and and certainly many different things over which you could have controversy. It could be all kinds of things like religion or politics, or it could be things that are within your own specific industry. Like, should this technology be used versus that one? Like Apple versus Android, that kind of thing. It could be anything like that. So there are all kinds of controversies that could arise in your course of podcasting. And how you handle these controversies is very, very, very difficult. So right away, I'm going to say this is not the only way to do this. I won't even necessarily say this is the best way to handle controversy. But these are some things that I want you to think about when it comes to handling controversial issues inside of your podcast I'd love your comments on this as well and let me know what stories of controversy you've faced before, what worked for you, what didn't work, what your thoughts are on some of this. So you'll be able to access the show notes for this episode at theaudacitypodcast.com slash controversy. I want to share with you five basic tips and some thoughts on each of these. Number one, listen. Number two, acknowledge. Number three, understand. Number four, respect. And number five, accept. Number one, listen. A controversy is basically a form of conflict. And one of the best ways to deal with conflict is to simply listen. Listen to what the other person is saying so you really understand what they're saying. But don't only listen to their words. Listen to what else they're communicating, their emotions. Are they hurt by this? Are they angry about it? Are they misinformed? And not all negative emotions are necessarily valid or even reasonable, but listening and listening very well, listening, focusing all of your attention on listening more than on coming up with a brilliant response. Listening will help you ensure that the information you're working with is correct. Maybe you don't fully know the issue. Maybe you haven't heard out both sides fully. Maybe you've been looking at your own side for so long that you don't know what the other sides are to this and the other beliefs and opinions. But when it comes to listening, there are a lot of people you could listen to when it comes to controversial issues. But I think the most important people to listen to are your audience. This is your community. There could be controversy in your industry, but your audience may not care about it or it may not affect them very much. Your audience could also care a lot about certain issues 
that others in the industry or outside of the industry really don't care about at all. So you really need to know what does your audience care about? Not only what do you care about or what seems relevant in the industry. I think that some of my worst decisions while addressing controversy within my own podcast have been when I stopped listening to my audience and instead shared what I thought they might want to hear or what others who aren't in the audience thought they wanted to hear. Or the other way around, I avoided what I thought they didn't want to hear. And there have been several times where controversy has really come back to bite me badly because of the way I dealt with the controversy or didn't deal with the controversy. You really need to listen to your audience. Even though you're listening, though, that doesn't mean you're obligated to do what your audience says, share their opinions, or anything like that. This is still your show. You can address whatever you want to address. There are certain things that you should consider, like respecting your audience, making sure you're staying on topic. Is the controversy even relevant to your audience? Like, I'm not going to come on here and talk about politics. It doesn't matter to the content of this podcast, unless it was something like, oh, so-and-so candidate is starting an active podcasting campaign. It'd be really interesting to talk to them about how they're using podcasting to further their political campaign. Or maybe podcasting would be a talking point in politics someday. I don't know. If something like that happened, yes, then I might bring politics in, but not actually the politics. I'd be talking about the podcasting that is being used in politics. So, Regardless of what your audience thinks, there are things that you might want to consider doing and things that you don't have to do. Even if your audience is saying, hey, you need to talk about this or you need to represent this certain perspective or you got this information wrong, I totally disagree with you. Your audience is going to disagree with you on certain points. That's what makes this controversy. Even the most controversial, most hard-lined shows out there that have very strong opinions still have people who listen and disagree with all of those opinions. Even though they disagree, they still listen for some crazy reason. But you don't have to include particular perspectives. You don't have to address the controversy if you don't want to or address it from a particular perspective. It all really goes back to How is it that you want to run your show? Because it is your show. Sure, you should listen to your audience, but you're not obligated to do anything that they say. But also the flip side of that is to recognize that if your audience is asking you and a majority of your audience is asking you for something, you do risk alienating a majority of your audience if you don't address that thing that they're asking for or asking about. So this is number one, listen, the most important thing, listen. Number two, acknowledge. You may not need to fully discuss whatever controversial issue it is that is facing you or your industry or your podcast, your audience, anything like that, but simply acknowledging that there's a controversy can go a long ways. There was a decision I made on a past episode of a podcast where I thought the best way to deal with a particular controversy was to not say anything at all. For that particular controversy, that was a bad decision. Now, for other things, that might be a fine decision. And some of this stuff, 
unfortunately, you won't know whether it was a good decision or a bad decision until after you make that decision and follow through with that. And then you can learn, oh, that's not what I should have done. You can think and plan and pray and do whatever you need to do to prepare. But sometimes you'll just run into those situations where you didn't know and any direction you would have taken would have resulted in uh, a lot of hate, negative reviews, whatever kind of thing. But sometimes simply acknowledging that there is some kind of controversy is enough. You don't have to talk about it. You don't have to share all of the opinions. You don't have to interview someone. You don't have to represent every side of the controversy. But you could simply acknowledge there's a lot of controversy on this point and then move on. Acknowledgement is also very effective when you pair it with respect. Think about the conflicts that you have with people, your personality conflicts and and fights that you have with other people, family members or friends or anything like that. I think that these conflicts that we have could really go much better and think about how much better it would go if the other person simply acknowledged your opinion before they moved on responding with their own opinion. I'm still working on this myself in my marriage, and it's something that I need to really uh, mature in that I've seen, where I can't simply say in a conflict like with my wife, I can't simply say, yeah, but I I need to acknowledge it even more than that, more than simply saying yes. Maybe it's repeating it back. Or saying, you're saying this, right? Or is this what you mean? Or let me make sure I understand this. Acknowledging the controversy can be a big step in addressing it appropriately. And you may be able to stop right there simply by acknowledging that. That's number two. Number three, understand. Do you really fully, truly understand everyone's interests and feelings connected to this controversy? It can be very easy for us to, I think, marginalize or invalidate something when it doesn't matter to us. Like, I can talk about foreign issues. Well, actually, no, I can't talk about foreign issues and politics and such because it doesn't affect me. I don't even know about it. I don't understand it. So it might be easy for me to be that arrogant American and say, oh, this doesn't matter because it doesn't affect me. But if it does affect me or if it affects my audience or it's it's something that I do need to address, the most important thing for me to do before speaking about it, besides listening and acknowledging, is to understand the issue. With understanding can come sympathy and sometimes even empathy, feeling for that person, understanding that position because you've been there or you've been in something very similar to their position. And when you listen to those who are affected by the controversy, you'll often hear them communicating something that's very similar to you don't understand. And certainly that's something that I think we've all said when we've been teenagers. We've said, you just don't understand me. My parents don't understand me. My friends don't understand me. Nobody understands me. Don't be that person who doesn't understand the person you're talking to. Be the person who does, you listen, you acknowledge, and you understand or you seek to understand. And that can mean asking questions, trying to understand, not asking attacking questions or putting up straw man arguments or doing all kinds of those certain logic challenges and debate techniques and such. 
but truly seek to understand. Are you saying this? Or what I hear you saying it sounds like this. Is, is that true? Or can you clarify this a little bit? What do you mean by this? On Facebook recently, I posted something where I was inviting a political discussion because I wanted to understand the controversy around a certain candidate. And so I posted, and it was great to see people explain certain things, and it helped me to understand the controversy a lot more. And I wasn't saying I'm for or against this particular idea or person, only that I wanted to understand. You should try to truly understand the issue, because there could be a lot of misinformation out there that's fueling this controversy. There could be rumors There could be misinterpretations of information. There could be baseless attacks, name-calling, and stuff like that. Like in 2015, there was a a big controversy over coffee cups from a particular place. And one person, I think it might be the one and only person, got really upset about it. And it was really a baseless attack And there were plenty of misinterpretations and other information ignored and all kinds of things. You really need to understand the issue and you might be able to understand the issue better than your audience and then communicate that information to them and say, I know there have been a lot of rumors or a lot of attacks or misinterpretations about this, but I investigated it heavily And here's some stuff that you might not have realized. This is one of the really cool things that my friend Jennifer Briney does over at the Congressional Dish. She reads these congressional things and all of these laws and rules and new um, things that are coming into Congress. She reads them, understands them, and tries to present them as unbiased as possible, just presenting the information. Did you know this is in here? Or here's this thing, here's what this means. Presenting that information helps us understand too, and it will help you understand. There's a great quotation from the book Ender's Game, which this quotation is also very similar to what's said in the movie as well. And in the book, Ender says, In the moment when I truly understand my enemy, understand him well enough to defeat him, then in that very moment, I also love him. I think it's impossible to really understand somebody, what they want, what they believe, and not love them the way they love themselves. Yes, empathy, sympathy, love even can come along with understanding. And when you truly understand the issue or understand the people affected by the issue or understand the feelings that go into this, you can deal with it in a much better way and be much more respected for the way that you deal with it. I know we can't know everything. Our minds are finite. It would be impossible for us to totally understand something, but it's important for you to try your best to understand and do your best to understand it. That's number three, understand. Number four, respect. This might be the hardest part of handling controversy because when we have some kind of conflict with someone else, especially if it's over some deeply held belief or a hot button issue, it's very easy to be at total odds with that other person and never have respect for them. Start name calling, start saying, oh, you're stupid for believing that, or you're stupid for disagreeing with this, or or, you're a dumb person, you're an idiot, all kinds of name calling and such. 
because we don't respect the person anymore. And maybe you've been on the receiving end of that. And when they say sticks and stones may break my bones, but words may never hurt me. Lies. Words can hurt a lot. And it's important through controversy to continue showing respect and also to be respectable in how you handle the controversy. The Bible is full of radical ideas, and I know there are a lot of controversies about the Bible too, and even just my quoting the Bible is probably creating a sense of controversy in your mind, or it might be. Uh, But among the radical ideas from the Bible is one uh, from the New Testament. Jesus is giving the Sermon on the Mount. It uh, spreads across several chapters in Matthew, and in Matthew 5.44, Jesus said, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. That's a radical idea to love your enemy, love the person who wants to kill you. Now, you may not agree with anything else from or about Jesus, but do think about this. How radically different would the world be if we truly respected each other despite our differences? Sometimes respecting the issue, the people, the feelings may mean remaining silent on the issue. Because there are those times where either it's because your uh, perspective is so radically different from everyone else's or because the issue is so touchy or, or some people are so sensitive to the issue that by your remaining silent, you're showing great respect for others. And there's an often quoted line that uh, it's better to remain silent and thought a fool than open your mouth and remove all doubt. And that can apply in controversy. Stay quiet sometimes, and that will be more respectful than speaking out and creating even more controversy or conflict or hurting people's feelings. It could be that your podcast is not the appropriate place for you to address this certain issue or to address it in the way that would be truest to your beliefs. I run into that often with our Once Upon a Time podcast. There will be certain moral issues that come up in the TV show Once Upon a Time. And that TV show is produced by secular people who are not approaching things from a Christian worldview. I do approach things from a Christian worldview. And there are certain things here and there where it's a a moral issue to me. And I do want to say, I disagree with this or explain why I disagree with it. But For some things to really fully explain the issue so that people don't think I'm just one of those hateful Christians or someone who's not truly living the way that Jesus explained and and taught, I would have to practically give a miniature sermon inside of the podcast, and I've decided it's not quite the appropriate place for that. So there are some times when, to be respectful, I have to be silent and not speak and not address the controversy because that might be the way to deal with it in the greatest, uh, most respectful way. But if you do decide to address the issue, then do so with great respect. Realize that, especially on these hot-button issues, the deeply held beliefs and very passionate opinions, that people can be very quick to misinterpret and react to almost anything that you say, no matter how you say it sometimes, or It's also very difficult to say something in just the right way to avoid giving certain impressions or to avoid those misinterpretations. That's why sometimes 
it might be best to script your conversation or whatever it is you want to say about a very controversial thing. Then that way you can work on your wording and make sure that approach is the best approach and maybe run it by some other people and say, what do you think of this? Do you think this is communicating it well or not? Should I change this? I'm not saying you should script your responses or how you deal with controversy, but however you do address it, if you decide to address it, address it with respect because it can be very easy to say something and very, very deeply offend someone. I'm not saying simply offend them where they think, how could you think that? That's horrible. You're a mean person. But I mean truly offend them, hurt them in ways where they could be in tears from what you've said. They could be questioning their life, their meaning, their purpose in a bad way and feeling like giving up on life because of what you said. Yes, there is that huge weight of responsibility and that's why you need to approach controversy with respect. Sometimes that means silence. Sometimes it means simply acknowledging. Sometimes it does mean the most respectful way to address the controversy is to talk about it and to talk about it honestly, but with respect. I'm going to share another Bible verse with you, but in First Peter 3, it says to be ready to answer and to give an explanation for the hope that's in you. But this is the thing that many Christians, I think, forget is but to do so with meekness and fear or reverence, not to just be that person who is saying, oh, you know, you're a horrible person and, and all of this and attacking others, but to do so with meekness and to recognize if, if you're truly a Christian and you're preaching against sin, recognize that other sin is no greater than your own sin. And it's really stupid to critique and criticize other people who just simply sin differently than you do. And that's something I have to remember often. I'm not slamming that down your throats, just being real with my own faith. So this is number four, respect. Number five, accept. Acceptance is a tricky thing. This doesn't mean that you are tolerating or accepting those other beliefs, but it certainly does mean accepting the people with those other beliefs. You can love the person. You can respect the person. You can respect their position. You can respect their authority. That doesn't mean you have to actually respect or accept what they believe and accept it as your own, or even say, yes, everyone should accept this. I think sometimes we focus so much on tolerance that we don't realize that by tolerating everything, we're making even more controversy, really. You may also have to simply accept the hate you receive for your position and not retaliate, and also Not try to appease people and back down from your position and say, no, 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 I'm sorry, I didn't mean it that way, or I was hacked, or whatever ridiculous excuse you want to use. You might have to just accept, I put something out there, I voiced an opinion, I addressed a controversial issue, and I'm going to get some flack for this. Some people are not going to like me. Some people will unsubscribe. Some people might leave hateful reviews. Some people might be really unreasonable and go on the complete offensive and start sending out personal attacks and threats and do all kinds of crazy, insane things. And I have been 
on the receiving end of that kind of stuff. People who have threatened me in insane ways because I didn't address something in the way that they wanted me to address it. And there does come a point where you do simply have to accept, put something out there, you're going to get hate for it. That's the way it's going to be, unfortunately, sometimes. You do also need to accept that you most likely won't change someone else's mind, especially on these really hot button issues. You're not going to get them to switch over to your side. You're not going to get them to suddenly stop and say, you know what? I've been wrong all this time and you are totally right. I'm switching over. I I think I really appreciate this. Now, there are those times when you might, when someone is truly searching and trying to understand the controversy themselves, you might be able to help bring them over to your side or, or just help them to understand it better. But you have to accept that you can't change someone else's mind as on these hot button issues often. And lastly, you may have to accept the fact that there's a controversy and move on. Acknowledge, yes, this is a controversy or accept that this is my belief. This is the way I am going to address this and move on. But remember these other things. Number one, listen. Number two, acknowledge. Number three, understand. Number four, respect. And number five, accept. And it's by pure coincidence that if you think about the the first letters of each of these, the little acrostic spells the word Laura. So maybe that can be a way to help you remember how to deal with or address controversy in your podcast is think Laura. That's listen, acknowledge, understand, respect, and accept. I put this idea out to Podcaster Society, and this is our community of podcasters where we focus on everything you need after episode one, and we have this real-time chat, and many of us hang out there uh, almost all day long chatting about podcasting and helping each other succeed in different ways with our podcasts. I think this might be actually the most valuable aspect of Podcaster Society, but I put this idea out there of what I was going to share in this episode because I wanted to get some other perspectives and opinions. I got some great feedback uh, from Mark from Solo Talk Media said, listening, acknowledging, understanding, and respecting someone's opinions can all be done without compromising your own. Accepting their opinion is different unless you are accepting that their opinion is different than yours. Also, Emily from Classy Little Podcast said, I think because podcasting is often compared to the Wild West, even though there aren't rules against what is said, if they don't like it, they don't have to listen. It's worth noting that topics of controversy aren't always the best way to grow an audience, unless maybe that podcast is geared toward a specific point of view. My husband, who is very opinionated, is surprisingly quiet when he hears people with points of view I know he doesn't agree with. I asked him why he didn't speak up yet, and he said, have you ever argued with someone and actually got them to change their opinion? It's very rare that happens, so it's not worth the energy. Best case scenario, you agree to disagree, but the worst case scenario can be much worse. Great wisdom there. Mark from Solo Talk Media also said, My take on controversy, if you want to get involved and sometimes you don't, is to state your argument in a clear, precise manner once and leave it at that. 
If someone doesn't view it the same way you do, there's seldom any amount of convincing that will work. And repeating yourself over and over to try to drive your point home is a sure way to escalate the conversation into an argument. Jeff from Anironicon said, I think it really depends on the nature of your show. If your show is about issues, address it, talk about it, deconstruct it. But if you want to honor the feel of your show and your audience, perhaps taking the time as a host and say something like, we understand this is an issue, but not one that fits the feel of our show. But here are a couple really good conversations that are going on about this. Something like that. Great thoughts, Jeff. I appreciate that. And it's a good way to show uh, good faith and good steps of friendship toward other podcasts too. When you say, we're not going to talk about this because we don't think it's appropriate for our show or it doesn't meet our purposes, but go listen to our friends. I know they talked about it. They had a thorough conversation. You might like what they say. John Buchanan from To Be Honest podcast said, I also think the art of debate is lost. Everyone gets offended. Then they lash out emotionally, which offends the other side, and they do the same thing. Once your emotions kick in, the battle is lost. So what do you think about addressing controversy in your podcast? Maybe your podcast is designed to be a controversial podcast. Maybe you take a position with your podcast that is inherently controversial. Like you host a religious podcast and you are inherently controversial because you are saying one religion is more correct than another, unless it's more like a a generic religious survey or, or something like that, where you're just talking about all religions, but no one is really truly unbiased. So we all come to things with a particular bias and that will come out. I leak Christianity. I leak my worldview. Other people leak their worldviews too. So it's unfair to say, oh, keep your worldview out of this because we can't. We are absolutely unable to keep our worldview out of our worldview. So I'd love your comments and your thoughts on this and maybe how you've addressed controversy in your podcast or how you've seen controversy addressed in a really good way. And I'd love to hear from all sides of this, whether you're liberal, conservative, Christian, atheist, anything like that. What do you think? about addressing controversy in your podcast, please comment on the show notes for this episode, number 246, at com slash controversy. And remember, Laura, remember, listen, acknowledge, understand, respect, and accept. I'm very grateful for your iTunes reviews. They do really encourage me, and they can also help other people find the podcast in certain cases. So this week, I'd like to thank Listener Mom from the United States of America, who said, after getting a bit intimidated by the editing process, I searched out resources and found this podcast to be very helpful. The information is direct and easy to understand, but includes some more technical details I need as well. Great material for podcasters of any level. Thank you very much, Listener Mom, for that kind review. Hey, if you haven't reviewed the Audacity podcast yet and you'd like to, please make sure that you include the name of your podcast in that review because I'd love to mention that on the show or link to it if possible. And if you'd like your own international podcast reviews sent to you automatically from iTunes, Stitcher, Pod Directory, and more coming soon, then go to mypodcastreviews.com. I mentioned Podcaster Society and registration for that is currently closed and it won't be open again until next year. But join my email list 
over at podcastersociety.com to get on the waiting list to know when that opens again and you'll be able to grow your podcast from average to amazing. Now that I've given you some of the guts and taught you some of the tools, it's time for you to go launch or improve your own podcast for sharing your passions, finding success, and maybe or maybe not addressing controversy. I'm Daniel J. Lewis from the audacity to podcast.com. Thanks for listening. The Audacity to Podcast is a proud member of Noodle Mix Network. Find more of our award-winning and award-nominated podcasts to make you think, laugh, and succeed at noodle.mx. The Audacity to Podcast is also a proud member of the Tech Podcast Network. If it's tech, it's here. Find more at techpodcast.com and watch for our upcoming coverage of CES 2016 at tpn.tv.